Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Huge fan of Perth Amboy. I love how everybody from that city reps Perth Amboy so hard. It's so sick to see because I'm proud to represent Orange County hardcore. And I've said that time and time again on the podcast. So I always like when I see people rep their area with pride. It's so sick. So shout out to Fence Cutter. Rest in peace. Awesome band. And I always talk about how the youth of hardcore is so important. And when I first saw Brute on YouTube, they opened up for Four Punch last year at United Blood. I was uh, so stoked to see these young kids get the opportunity to do something so cool like that. And flash forward to today, they have a new record out on Edgewood Records. It's so sick. And I'm so excited to see these young kids step up and do something important to keep hardcore going. Uh, shout out to Keith Gallagher, who talked about the 10%, which is fine. I get it. A lot of people will show up to do their 10%, but I'm always more fascinated with people who want to do more than that. People who want to do zines, start a podcast, do a band. It, it, it's, it's awesome. And I always want to support that endeavor or those endeavors, excuse me. And I always want to support the youth. That's what's important because they're going to be here after us. They're going to be what's keeping this thing alive. So if you see a young kid, Go say what's up, put them onto new music, start a band, tell them to start a zine, book a show, anything. Just encourage them because it's it's all about them doing awesome stuff for the future of what we love. So shout out to the youth of hardcore. It's really important. And I was stoked to have been able to have Matt and Alexis on the podcast. Super awesome guys. And it was cool to talk to the younger generation of hardcore. It was awesome. So please, without further ado, welcome Matt and Alexis to the podcast. All right, and we're live. Welcome to the podcast. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick? Yo, I'm uh, I'm Matt. I play drums in Brute. Yo, I'm Alexis, and I uh, play bass in Brute. That's pretty sick. I uh, first heard of you guys, it was uh, last year at United Blood. I saw the video floating around of you guys playing right before Floor Punch, which is just a crazy sentence to say. Um, can you guys talk about how the band came together and what led to that moment at United Blood? Yeah, like, um, I want to say, I want to say a few days before United Blood was actually announced, like, somehow I had heard that Four Punch and Heavy Chains were playing. So I was like, I was really like trying to go because I love both of those bands. And somehow, like, the singer for Four Punch found my Instagram and he hit me up like that same day that I found out they were playing. And he was like, yo, are you guys coming to United Blood? And I was like, nah, like, we have school. Like, we can't, you know, our parents aren't going to let us skip school. And then he was like, damn, like, I was going to have you guys play. So then we, like, over the next few months, like, like I, I get really bad grades. Like, I'm not a good student at all. So I was like, mom, if I get, like, really good grades, like, can I go to United Blood? And so, like, all our parents were cool with it. And a floor punch was, like, mad cool. And they, they hung out with us that day. And they really helped us out and uh you know they were excited to have us up there yeah basically like what happened like that was just it you know and that experience was like really really crazy because like that was like my first time ever like out of like uh new jersey so like anything involved with like hardcore and like it was insane like the whole day i just like was really 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 nervous and like i just like didn't stop thinking about it and then like when we got up there to play it like you know, all just went away and like i had a blast and was that uh like public knowledge that you guys were going to do that before four punch or was that just like a secret thing that you guys were saving until the moment it happened um it wasn't it wasn't exactly public knowledge but like throughout the day like it kind of came out and i had like people coming like random people coming up to me like yo you're playing right before four punch and i was like yo like who are you? How do you know this? But like, it, it got out throughout the day. And then like, the reason we had a crazy set is because Mike body and like all the dudes from the shore, like blind justice and regulate, like 
right before, like, while we were setting up, like, they walked around, I heard, and they were like, yo, you got to go off for this band. Like, even if you don't know their songs, like, just go off for this band. And that's that's what I heard they did, like, right before our set. That's wild. And do you guys have a relationship with those guys from the shore? Because I, I feel like that's pretty wild and, like, crazy of them to do, to, you know, try to rile up the crowd and um, have them give you guys a good reaction. Yeah, we, um, I forget. So, like, the the kid who sings on the brew demo like isn't our singer now um the kid who sings on the brew demo is this kid named john and he like goes to school with us but he like wasn't that good and he wasn't that into it so like we kicked him out and replaced him with hubba which is avery's little brother and um so like when when me and when me and alexis first started going to show, like i went to my first show when i was 12 and then like i was a few years younger than us so a few years after that, he came to his first show. And his first show was, like, at the shore, I think. And so, like, all the shore dudes remember us being, like, really little kids just, like, coming to their shows. And, like, if you ask, if you ask like, any of the bands, like, Blind Justice, or, like, I know I know Ace from Breakaway, like, talks about it on his podcast. Like, he remembers Hubble when he was 12, like, moshing to Breakaway. And how old are you guys now? I'm 17. I'm 18. Damn, yeah, Hubba's fifteen, I think. Okay, that's wild. You guys are fucking young. <laughs> Holy shit, I didn't realize you guys were that young. But that's sick, though. That's uh, something that I always talk about on the podcast: is uh, the youth of hardcore is really important, and the fact that these guys from your area, shout out uh, New, Jer- New Jersey, excuse me, uh, are showing you guys that much support, and to have you guys play right before the headliner at this giant like fest is it's insane but it's like super cool to see and i i I definitely like that those guys from your area are taking you guys in and you know showing you guys um respect and trying to put on for you that that's really awesome to see yeah i love it so uh going i'm back uh so i'm trying to think back when i was your guys' age I, i like the thought of being in a band just was like not even an idea because I don't know how to play an instrument. So I, I was just curious um, what made you guys want to start Brute? Um, so like, I forget how long ago, but like at some point when I was in middle school, my dad, like one year for Christmas, he, um, he got me, he got me and my brother a drum set and a guitar. And so like, neither of us really played guitar, but like we both kind of, we both kind of really like drums. So in eighth grade, I, um, I decided I was like, you know what, like I should take this seriously because that's when that's when I really started getting into hardcore and like a few of the bands that I was really into at the time was like Youth of Today and Judge and I mean like those dudes were all teenagers when they started their band, you know. So like I was like, all right, well I'm a teenager, like I should be in a band, like that's just what I do. So I um somehow like the drummer for the band tear it up. Like he works in my town. I'm not gonna say what he does, but I know him through like my town and uh i i decided i was like you know i'm gonna go to him like i know he plays in a band or whatever and he taught me how to play drums so that's how that's how i got started yeah for me um well i started playing bass i guess it was just from like going to shows and i went to my first show freshman year when i was like like 15 or 14 and i was like in may but like throughout the whole year like max had like telling me about like uh like all these shows he was going to like i remember like the beginning of the year he was like telling me about um back to school jam and then like toward the end of the year of that of that year um he was like telling me about how he saw four punch down at like the shore and i was like yeah that's cool but like i mean like i didn't really know like what hardcore was, was really was because like i was still into like you know a day to remember and all that stuff and then I went to my first show, and I was like, all right, like, this is it. Like, like I'm, I'm going to be here. I'm going to come here. I want to stay. Oh, and yeah. And yeah. like, he was, like, telling me about, what's up? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I I, I thought you were done, but it's all good. Oh, no, no. You're good. Um, yeah, he was, like, telling me, like, that he wanted to start a band or whatever. And, like, he kind of talked me into, like, buying an instrument. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. And then I, uh. Learned how to play, play bass from uh, this one guy in the area, uh, Will. He played in this uh, band called Pure Drift that we all like loved and stuff back in the day. And he saw me and like, here I am now. 
So when you guys are going to these older people and learning how to play the instruments, are you like full on getting lessons or are they just giving you tips on how to uh, like write music or what's going on in that process when you're learning to play the drums and the bass? No, I, um, like, I remember he, cause he knew that like, I wanted to, he knew that I want to play like punk music. So he was like, look, I'm going to teach you like what you need to know for punk music. But like, I'm also going to teach you like what you need to know to be like an actual drummer. Cause like, most of the time, like, all the hardcore beats are the same, and, like, you know, you gotta, there's more to drumming than just, like, you know, a fast, a fast punk beat or whatever, so, like, he would come to my house, like, once a week after school or whatever, and, like, he would come and sit down, and, like, half hour would be, like, punk stuff, and then, like, a half hour would be, like, straight up, like, actual, like, drumming rudiments and stuff like that. And for the bass? Yeah, for me, I got... For me, I got I got lessons too. Like I'd go to his house for like an hour. He would like show me the basics and like like the hardcore stuff and punk stuff, and then then also show me like how to actually like play the instrument well. And how did you find uh, your guitar player? I don't even know his name. I apologize. Avery, that's um. So I remember uh, I listened to the the podcast with Fence Cutter and. Um, so Jason, the singer for Fence Cutter, is my brother. Okay. And Avery, the guitar player for Fence Cutter, is Hubba's brother. So like we we didn't really have a guitar player to write the demo. So then Avery was like, Okay, like I'll I'll play the demo and like I'll play a few shows with you guys and then you guys gotta find someone else. But like we kinda never found anyone else and like we're just too far into it to like get anyone else. Like, Avery's just our permanent guitarist. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay, I, I saw the video and I saw Avery and I thought he was filling in and I thought you guys just actually had another guitar player and he was just filling in for that one show. So th that's so funny because I literally had no idea he was actually now just in the band. No, we um while while he was in Spain for school, we had a fill in and uh, that was that was Juan. He played guitar and he played bass in a in a fence cutter, and then like Avery Avery straight up like flew back from Spain for three days to come play United Blood, and then he went back. I actually remember that, I because I, I, I follow him on social media, so I, I remember seeing his trip of, and him just making it all the way back to the States, which is such a long trip just to you know come home for a weekend and then fly all the way back that that's awesome that, that he did that, but it, it's wild. It, it was kind of fun to watch on his Instagram stories and stuff. Yeah, I know. Nah, yeah. I, I can't believe he did it. We have like this group chat and like when it got announced, like he was freaking out and he was like, you know what? I'm going to come. And we're like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And uh, good on him for making the trip out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so I, I noticed um, uh, your guys' band camp. Uh, it's not there anymore. Can you talk about what happened there? Um. I mean, Alexis, you do with the Bandcamp. You probably know what's up with that. It's it's there, but I think like the the URL changed. Oh, okay. Yeah, it seems like I changed the URL to like it was kind of like I don't know. It didn't sound right, so I just like changed it. And I didn't know like it was like a big deal. Okay, well, you're going to have to um, tell us the new URL, and I'll definitely link it in the show notes so people who are trying to find it can look it up. Yeah, definitely. Group X NJHD. Okay, for sure. We'll we'll definitely look that one up. And w you guys just announced uh, recently that you have a new record coming out on Edgewood Records. <laughs> yeah. Can you guys talk about how um, you guys uh, started that relationship with Edgewood, and just talk about uh, the record that's going to be coming out on it? Um. So like through through like meeting the shore dudes, um one day one day like they all came to a show in Amboy and the singer for Blind Justice was like, Yo, let me let me record your band and I was like, Okay, cool, like we'll do it and then when like when it came down to recording he was like, All right, like I'm gonna have Edward put this out and like that's just kinda how it happened and uh Edward was cool, they um they really they really like what we do 
and they were they were nice enough to, to offer to put out put out a tape for us. So like, I'm very th- thankful for Edward and everyone who helped us out. Yeah, that show though it was like a really crazy show. It was like Mind Force Day by Day, Antagonized Race War, and Division of Mind, and we and we opened it up. And I saw Bobby Mosses in my band. I was like, yo, this is pretty cool. And then, like, he, like, pulled me aside and, like, he was like, yo, I'm going to record you guys and I'm going to talk to Edward. Put out a tape for you guys because you guys have to do that. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm down. That's super sick. I and I, I seriously love it. And just, uh, you know, you guys keep talking about how these – important people in your area are you know uh, reaching out to you guys and wanting to work with you and help you out and uh you know see you guys succeed it's uh you know really awesome to hear i definitely love that and i i think it's really cool that you guys you know got that opportunity and i'm stoked to hear the tape do you guys have any information when that's actually coming out because I, I saw the announcement that it's coming out on edgewood um it was supposed to come out uh yesterday but for some reason it didn't come out at all and that's supposed to be today. It's supposed to come out, but no one knows like what time exact. Oh, so it could be dropping like literally while we're doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like with the um with the uploading service. They like they they haven't like gotten to it yet, pretty much. So like we were we were kind of like late late to it. So we should have done it like should have been more prepared. But like we kind of did everything last minute. And so like what what we say is like. The classic Perth Amboy thing to do is, like, just be late to everything. So, like, if you're going to go skate at 6, you show up at, like, 8. So, like, right now we're just saying the Boot EP is showing up on Amboy time. That's wild. And is it going to be um, on uh, Bandcamp and all the other streaming services? Yeah, it's, it's already on Bandcamp right now, actually. Um, and it's on it's on YouTube, too. But, like, it's just not up on all the streaming services. So, like... um. So like we're we're not gonna announce it until it's uh it's like fully up. Okay, and I'm, I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, the record should have been up for a while. So I, yeah, exactly. Okay, awesome. Yeah, sure. And uh, excuse me, right now I feel like you guys are pretty important for your area. You're on the younger side, and you guys have the ability to reach out to people uh, around your age. Is that something you guys are doing, trying to bring your friends that are you know, going to your high school or people you know, like from across town that are your age and trying to get them into hardcore? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny, like a bunch of a bunch of people in our high school, like they there's just like a bunch of like normal kids in high school that like have no clue like what our band is and like what our band's about, but like they all just buy brew t-shirts. So like it's just kind of a a thing in our school and like occasionally like we'll get some kids to come out like we got a bunch of kids so far and do you and alexis go to the same school yeah you know like go to the same school but hubba hubba's from from homedale so he goes to homedale high school mm-hmm. that's like 40 minutes away like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I think it's cool that the kids at school are down to rep your band. Um, that's like, I feel like, you know, that's one step. And if you can get them to come out to the shows and try to expose them to the actual culture, I think that'd be cool too. And just, you know, see if that's something that they're into. Yeah. It's, it's sick. I love, like, I'm always trying to get like new kids to come out to shows. Like I'll find, I'll find like the metal kids and like the kids who are into like regular punk or whatever. And like, I'll tell them like, yo, like, in a few years you're gonna you're gonna be into this. Like, trust me. Like, I I know because I was once into like thrash metal and like the Sex Pistols, you know. So like, in a few years you're gonna be into this. So like, just come out to the show. Yeah, it's like why wait? And they can also listen to you know this, that same kind of thrash stuff too on, on top of hardcore. Um, you know, but there are a definite like a, a ton of like similarities, and there are you know those crossover bands that they would definitely be into if they just knew that they existed. Yeah, yo, I I love crossover bands like like Power Trip. I love Power Trip because it's like if you find a kid that's into like like thrash metal, they're probably gonna like Power Trip, and then through Power Trip, they'll find like other hardcore bands. So it's sick. There's this band from uh, I, I think they're from I want to say toronto maybe i'm wrong but they're, they're from the eastern side of canada they're called prowl i don't know if you guys have ever heard of them like 
they're just like Power Trip. They're, they have that that crossover sound and the, like you know thrash stuff. It's pretty sick. If you guys have never heard of them, you should definitely look them up. Yeah, I think, I think I I've heard, heard of them. I'm gonna have to I'm have to check them out though. Yeah, like, I've heard somebody mention mention that band before. Yeah, I'll I'll send you the. They played a set last year at LDB and it just like went nuts. It was wild, and to me it was like kind of random. They just like you know showed up the, the one show in the U.S. and just like went back home that I know of. But the set, like the video, was awesome. Like people were going off, and I'll, I'll definitely have to send that to you guys um, so you can check it out. Yeah. But as far as um your plans for the future for Brute, um, do you guys have? shows lined up obviously we're all uh quarantined at, um are you guys quarantined out there in perth yeah we uh, we're, we're we're all quarantined right now so like we're we're kind of like chilling on trying to figure stuff out so we're just gonna wait till this is all over but like we have plans like we want to we want to do a tour this summer and like we want to play like a bunch of cool shows so whenever whenever this is all over like we're immediately gonna start working on that yeah and we i feel have, like, like uh, go ahead. We have like three or four shows like planned for uh, March that all got canceled. We only got to play like one of them. Like the week after we played uh, like our first show of the year, like they like told us like we can't leave the house and like school's closed. And uh, were you guys still in school while this whole thing was going on? Yeah. And are are you guys like seniors? Uh, that's what I'm guessing because of your age. Yeah, we're seniors. Okay, and that's crazy. So th this whole thing broke out, and it was like you know the middle of the school year. What's going to happen? Are you guys doing school from home, or are they just like, hey, you guys have to come back next year? No, we're having we're having online classes right now, which is like, which is what most schools are doing. But like, they're not sure just like what what we're gonna do about like prom and graduation and stuff like that. But like. They, they figured out a way to do it online so that way like it'll count for the year so we don't have to come back even if we don't have like, graduation or anything like i don't care i'm out of here yeah for yeah. sure i couldn't imagine like having to go back and being like you know like 19 as a senior but like you know obviously not because you got held back but because of this whole thing that happened i feel like that'd be such a weird thing to do oh yeah not nah, yeah if i had to do that so, like, I'm kind of bummed that like we might not have like the graduation ceremony, but like, I mean, if I could pass, not have to come back, then I'm fine with that. Uh -huh. And if like this whole thing didn't happen, or if you guys were still in school, it, it, like going to prom, it, was that something that you guys were uh, gonna do, or you guys just not really into that? Yeah. No, I we would have gone to prom. It's like it's not like a a super. It's not like top of my list thing I want to do, but like. You only have one prom. You might as well go. Yeah, we had like a whole like senior trip planned. Like we're gonna all do this cool shit, but like nothing has been said like ever since this all happened. So honestly, that's all that's in the air. Yeah, I feel I feel really bad for kids who like actually care about prom and and stuff like that because you know like you're never gonna get that back. So like you know I, I hope it happens for the sake of like kids who want to do that. Yeah, because I can't imagine having a uh, prom through uh, Zoom or Skype. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Is but that there's definitely some girl, like this group of girls in our school, who are like definitely crying about it, like as we speak right now. Because that's literally all we talked about throughout the whole, like my whole high school career. Really, they're just looking forward to that one night at prom. Yeah, they were like, like always talking about prom and like what they were gonna wear, and then like, I obviously now like, who knows if we're going? So they're probably like really upset. Yeah, I, I remember my prom night, and I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I had a like a a, a choice. Uh, I, I could either go to my prom, or I could go to Arizona with my buddy Anthony to go see the final show of this band called where Eagles dare. They're more like a youth crew, like straight edge band. And I was like, you know what? Uh, that band's going to get back together at some point, play a show. Like I'll just go to prom. And I ended up going to prom, had a terrible time. 
I uh, went with this girl from like my rival high school. She, uh, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure she used me because we didn't even like hang out at prom. We didn't dance together. She was dancing with like a bunch of other people from my school that she knew, and I was just like, yeah. like kicking myself in the butt the whole night. I was like, I shouldn't have fucking came here. Like I should have went to the show. And like I remember my mom being bummed out because I didn't get any pictures. She's like, why, why'd you go to prom and not take any pictures? And I was like, it's a long story. I, I don't want to talk about it. And I was just like. Uh, like it was a shitty night, but like I, I look back and like I, I don't really, you know, it doesn't bum me out anymore. I, I just look back and it's it's funny to talk about and, and just like uh, laugh with my friends that were there. Yeah, I mean, like that that definitely would have sucked in the moment, but like that's a funny story now. Like something something like that kind of happened to me a few years ago when uh there's like there's like the Thrasher death match that they do every year and they they had it in Queens and it was on like a Friday night in probably October. And so, like, I, w- I was like, you know, like, maybe maybe I'll go to homecoming this year. So, like, me and this girl decided, you know, like, let's go to homecoming. So then I realized that homecoming was the same night that Gorilla Biscuits was playing for free in, in Queens. So, like, I talked to my mom and then, like, my mom finally let me go. And so then, like, that day in school, I told that girl, I was like, yo, look, like, I got to go to a show tonight. And she was like, she was cool with it. Like she was down. She knew that I'd rather be at a show anyway. But so like, shout out to her. Nah, yeah. Like if prom was happening and like there was a crazy show happening, I, I would not go at all. I'd be like, nah, I'm going to this show. I'm not going to prom. Why didn't you take that girl to Gorilla Biscuits? Man, you know, I, I should have. That Well, I mean, it was also sold out, so. Maybe maybe it would have been a little hard to get her in, but like we we could have made it happen. I should have. She has a brew shirt. Yo, she's repping hard. That's awesome. Yeah. Where can I get a brew Everybody shirt? Everybody in our school reps that. Do you guys still have shirts online? Um, no, nah, nah, not yet. We have a. We literally have like four shirts left, and they're like smalls or like a two XL. So if you're a small or a two XL, and you're listening to this, like. Yeah, on the brood account, I'll send you a shirt. That's sick. Hell yeah, get some merch out there. I'm uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of bummed that I'm late to the party for these brood shirts because I'm a, I wear a large, just like a, a typical size. Literally, anytime we order merch, we're always like, yo, order more two XLs because like, anytime we don't have two XLs, there's always like a group of people that always want a two XL and then we never have them. They're like, when we actually order more double XLs and uh, larges. Like, more people that are larges want a large and we never have them. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel you on that one. I have uh, my own, like, line of merch, and I, I have friends who wear 2XL, so they'll reach out and be like, hey, make me 2XL, I'll, I'll definitely pick one up. So I'm like, cool, I'll, I'll do that. And I've been in the same situation where, like, I've, like, ordered up on sizes just because on the previous run people were, like, uh, you know, freaking out that I sold out, and I'm just like, all right, well, you know, sorry, you gotta you know, be on on top of it. And then you know, here comes the next run. I print up uh, more sizes, and they're just ghost on me, which is fine because uh, they'll get bought eventually. They're just you know, kind of hanging out. No, yeah, that happens with us like sometimes too. Like, like when we're selling like a uh, show, like someone merge. It was like one of our friends was like, yo, like, let me get a shirt. And then, like, I looked through the box and we like, we never have, like, their size. And they would get mad at us. Like, yo, Odomer, like, what's up? But, like, like, we barely have, like, any money to order merch. Like, at the beginning, but, like, now with order merch, we would have, like, a good amount, like, that would last us, like, a couple of shows. So, Oh, yeah, yeah when sick. when we first when we first started like neither of us like none of us had jobs or anything so like one of our friends like decided he was gonna like yo shout out Abe because he decided yeah, shout out, shout out Abe. He, he was like you know what, I'm gonna order like merch for you guys and then I'm just gonna like take whatever it costed back and then like you could keep the profits so like he ordered merch for us a few times and then eventually like we built up enough money to like buy our own merch and then like we got jobs and stuff so you know shout out cool. CDT. Yeah, shout out Abe and CDT screen That's wild. And he's just like one of your homies or just some like uh, fan of the banner who's this Abe guy? He's our homie. Yeah, he's a he's an older dude. And uh back back in like um 
the the early two thousands, he used to he used to book all the shows in Amboy, and so like he booked like uh, one of the Mongoloids for shows and one of Suburban Scum's for shows. Like he he booked a lot of the a lot of the he old booked, bands. He booked this one show in Amboy. It was uh the Mongoloids trash talk trash talk, and I think Naysayer. Like he always tells us how crazy that show was. And uh, what venue did that happen at? Okay, you know what's crazy is I had on uh, Greg, um, who now sings for World Demise, the singer of the Mongoloids, and uh, we were just talking about New Jersey hardcore, and I uh, asked him about uh, Perth Amboy, just because I always see um, anybody from that area always repping Perth like Amboy like really hard. So I asked him like if he was familiar with that area, and he actually brought up that show, saying that uh, they played... Uh, I, I think he said it was like the first show at that spot and um, it was that show that you guys are talking about right now and it was something that, that he remembers well and had good things to say about it that's funny oh, yeah I gotta, I gotta check that episode out yeah it was my longest podcast to date it was, it was definitely uh, awesome and fun to talk to Greg because I had been a fan of the Mongoloids for the longest time and then uh, through just like you know normal like mutual friends like we ended up meeting in real life and uh, started talking and uh, he's always been a nice guy to me and I, I enjoyed the conversation. So um, if you haven't yet, I like, uh, you know, suggest it. It was definitely like a, a fun podcast, my longest podcast. So, um, and especially being from New Jersey, I'm, I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. I would yeah. love definitely check it out. Yeah. Greg's cool. I, um, I do a, I do a fanzine called Jersey slide too. And, uh, I, I did a little interview with him cause I did, I did like a zine for back to school jam and, he was super cool with like doing the interview. He got it back like super quick. He's such a nice guy. And yeah, he's really cool. Do you still do that zine? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do the zine every month. Oh, okay. And where can we find it? Because I'm like newer to zines. Uh, so I'm I'm trying to find out, uh, like you know, uh, zines in different areas, and I'm trying to like you know, uh, kind of have like a like a flow of zines coming in because like I obviously I'm like way interested in talking to people from bands and I love reading, you know, interviews and watching interviews that other people do. So I'm actually, uh, you know, curious and interested in checking out your zine. Um, yeah, we have a, well, like it was like me and this other dude that did it, but like he doesn't really have time to do it anymore. So he would like, he, he did a lot of the work. So like we did it like the, the old way where we would just like cut and paste and then like scan it and print it. So like it took a long time and he just like didn't have the time anymore so he like he gave me everything so i could like do all the zine stuff and he took the he took the website down so like once like i'm i'm in the process of making the next zine right now and so like basically i put them out for like specific shows so like i'll pick two shows that are happening that month and i'm like i'll interview bands on those shows and then like all it like the whole zine is just like based around what's happening in the in the state like in that month so like once once i get this scene done like i'll put up like i'll put the website back up and i'll put them all back up on the website okay and uh just for future reference uh w what's the name of it again it's called it's called jersey slide and uh you can find us on instagram at at jersey slide zine Okay, I think that's a good model for the zine because I, I feel like you won't really have uh, too much trouble finding new content since you're basing it off of what's going on in the scene that month. And there's always, sh oh, well, not right now, obviously, but beforehand um, and hopefully afterwards, uh, there's always like a, a good flow, a good amount of shows coming through your area. Yeah, I mean, like, there, you know, there's some off months sometimes. Like, I remember, I remember last October, I don't think we didn't do a zine last October because like there was just like a few big shows because the thing is we have like the city in Philly within like 40 minutes of us so it's kind of like if there's too much going on in the city there's kind of nothing going on in Jersey so like we'll have we'll have some off months sometimes so like we'll like we'll just skip some months because there's like really nothing going on but when when we can like I try to I try to do it and like I already have like I'm hoping I'm hoping to put this scene out by the end of the month and then I already have interviews I already have one interview for June so like I just like I just kind of play by ear and wait for what's happening throughout the month well uh June that, that that's pretty far out like you already have the interview done or you're going to do the interview in June 
No, like I already, I I thought of this idea and like I had to I had to ask them, um, because because Father's Day is in June and I'm interviewing like a father and a son. Okay. And so I'm 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 not gonna say who it is yet, but like I hit them up right away because I was like I can't forget this idea. Like this is too good. They they all said yes, so I just gotta like when I get to June I'll I'll write those interviews. That's definitely awesome. I like that theming. Uh, for the month of April, right now we're in April. I had the idea of doing like more punk hardcore bands for the podcast, and I, I like built up in my in my mind. I was like, all right, like here's the list of bands I want to get. Uh, they're going to be into the idea. It's going to be like a super cool month. And then I like reached out to everybody, and one band got back to me, which is fine. Um, I don't expect everybody to want to do the podcast. So the one band got back to me and then I, I looked at like the rest of the month. I'm like, shit, what's going to happen? And I also, before this whole thing with the Corona thing happened, I was scheduled to go on vacation. So I was going to take a, a, not a, a week off. Uh, I had like some, like more, some episodes like set up to cover the week that I wasn't going to record. Cause I was going to be in Florida and this whole thing happened. The bands never got back to me. So I was like, shit, like, what am I going to do? But just by chance, uh, I was able to like reschedule stuff because it, this whole thing is bad for everybody. Like a lot of people are just at home hanging out, hopefully quarantined and doing the right thing. So I, I actually had uh, like people that I didn't even expect. I didn't even think I was on their radar, like reached out to me and wanted to set something up. And it totally just like took me by surprise, but it was like such a great help because what I had planned just like went to shit. And I, I just uh, think about it sometimes. And it's just so funny how I was so panicked about it failing, but then just by chance, I, I I just like made this whole month work. Yeah, that's like, that's that's a good idea, and like that's that's what I tried to do with the with the zine. Like, I'm not really a zine. No, I, I like follow the shows that are happening. But like, I only have like three or four weeks with within like the time that the show is announced to like when the show is. So I I only have a few weeks like. Uh, ask the bands and like write the interviews and then like put together the zine and so like i'll have i'll have like everything planned out but like of course nothing nothing works out the way you want it to like there's a lot of times like bands won't get back to me and like they're too busy and they can't do it so then like have to find other bands to do it like you know it it works however however it can and like that that's what's cool like it's never it's never like a set plan, I think. Yeah, and this is the for me. The, it was like the first time I ever tried to have a theme, and I, I like luckily I, I didn't like make some formal announcement about it because I would have looked like a, a fool. But um, it was just like a, just an idea that I had and wanted to try something new. Oh yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that's how we look right now because the the EP was supposed to be out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw the um that video for like the promotion of it on, on Twitter. Oh yeah, yo, that video's hilarious. Can you guys talk about why you chose that, that for the, the the promotion? What's up? Can you talk about why you chose that video for the promotion? So um, basically yeah. in Amboy, it's like that like the first clip of the video kinda like represents how like the people on Amboy just like racing Hondas and stuff. And like kind of ghetto and like we thought it'd be funny to like include that because like like that kind of like shows like how Amboy is in like a nutshell and like we got it from this page called newark wildlife and we actually like dm that page like yo put our video out like to promote us and they actually did it which was really sick so shout out to like, newark wildlife and what kind of content do they normally promote <laughs> just like the most dumbest like videos ever of like like random people doing like dumb stuff and like people like doing drag races and stuff okay i'm a sucker for uh there's these two guys that do like i guess like i'll categorize it like i guess like instagram comedy uh one guy's name is uh funny marco on instagram and the other guy is my house is dirty and they both go into Walmarts primarily and they'll just do pranks on people. And some of the stuff they do is just insane. Like, I can't believe they actually do it and get away with it. Like, you know, they're like throwing like popcorn at people or uh, like a, a hail of like uh, 
yarn, just hitting people in the head with yarn. Uh, and just, it, it's, it's just so stupid, but so funny at the same time. I, I'm just like a sucker for that kind of content. Yeah, no, nah, you'll, you'll definitely like Newark wildlife. It's like, it's just like the dumbest stuff you can imagine. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've never heard of that before. So I'm yeah. definitely gonna have to uh, look that up on Instagram. Yeah. You got to check it out. Like, like you'll probably spend like a good hour just going through it and just like finding, finding the most dumbest videos ever. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, I, I did that the other uh, the other week. My buddy's wife posted some something from like Foo's Gone Wild, and I didn't realize they had an Instagram. So I like clicked on it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Maybe this wasn't a good idea." And seriously, like an hour later, I'm like, like so deep in the feed, just like watching like all like the stupid like Foo's Gone Wild stuff. And I, I think the only reason why I stopped is because I accidentally like you know uh, slid left. And it like you know went back to the beginning, and I was like, "Fuck that!" Like, I'm, I'm not gonna try to find my place because I, I was like in like way deep. <laughs> yeah, that'd be wasting time. Yeah, it's it's definitely pretty wild. Um, so the the band the promo is supposed to have come out already, but uh, well, it's out on YouTube and the Bandcamp with the new link, and we're just waiting on. Um, but it's on Apple Music, Spotify. Is it going anywhere else? pretty sure but for the most part it's just probably gonna go on like apple music and like spotify and which uh streaming service do you guys use spotify yeah i use spotify okay same here for I, I was a while i was on apple music uh-huh like for a while i was on apple music and then like i realized like there's some like records on spotify that aren't on on apple music for some reason like uh, for Terror, one with the underdogs, that's not on Apple Music, but it's on Spotify. And then uh, for Biohazard, Urban Discipline, like half the record's not even like on it, like for Apple Music. And then like for Spotify, like the whole the whole record's on it. So I've like made the switch, like I never looked back. Yeah, I had Apple Music for the longest time, and I switched from an iPhone and I got an Android, and you can get the apple music app on your android but i don't know if it was like intentional on apple's part or uh, maybe android was like staggering that app but it was so buggy i was like i can't do this i was like i'm just gonna switch over to spotify because like i I just want to be able to use my app comfortably and not have to worry about it just being weird so i eventually switch over to spotify and my buddy nate he has like a family plan and he made the suggestion for me to join it and I offered him money and he just turned it down. So right now uh, he's paying for my Spotify, which is awesome. I, I appreciate that. Oh, you're chilling, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, getting free Spotify, but it, it's, it's a cool app. I'll, I'll never forget like me thinking about streaming and not really being into the idea. Cause I, I used to download like every album and I, I used to just, oh, yeah, same yeah I, I'd be like obsessed with like categorizing everything, making sure everything was like correct and like the proper years and stuff. And then it got to a point where I was like, man, I, I just don't want to do this anymore. It's like too much. And I, I think I like, I think I got a new computer. Like I, I built a computer and I, I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to save myself the trouble and just sign up for one of these like services. And I eventually like jump ship and it's like so convenient. And like, it, it was weird. Like I actually put music on a flash drive this morning, like when I was driving to the grocery store, because I got like an album sent to me, and I was like, "Damn it, I, I want to listen to it, but I, I can't because it's like not like on my phone." So I was like, "All right, fuck this." And luckily, like I, I had a, a flash drive on my keychain, and I, it was weird. Like I was like, I, I just copied it over, and like I didn't even think about it. I was like, "I hope my car can read it this way," because I wasn't sure if I had to like put it in like special folders or anything. I just copied it straight to the flash drive, and luckily it worked, which was like weird. Cause, like I'd never done that before in my car. Word. Now, yeah, like, for me, I didn't start, like, working until I was, like, 16 or 17. So, like, throughout middle school, I had, like, an iPod, and I would, like, download, like, those, like, those apps where you could, like, download music from my YouTube, and that's how, like, I would listen to music. And then, like, I guess, like, when I started, like, making money, I was, like, I'm going to go to, like, the streaming services, because, like, that seems legit. And right now, you guys have jobs. You guys are being responsible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. That's cool. That's something good to hear. You guys gotta just out, go out there and hustle and make your money. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait till Hubba gets a job because Hubba, Hubba, Hubba had a job for like two days 
when he was 13. <laughs> <laughs> and like, <laughs> yo, he tells us, he's told me this story like 20 times. And so like, he, he basically like walked into the pizzeria and he was like, yo, can I get a job? And they were like, yeah, sure. How old are you? And he said 13, but he thinks that they, they thought he said 16. So like they hired him and like, he filled out all his paperwork and everything and they signed it. And like, he got hired for like two days and then like, they asked him again, like a few days later, and he was like, "Nah, like I'm, I'm 13." <laughs> like, yo, you can't work here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, just a little kid like walking, walking into the restaurant, and like, you guys just like mishearing him, and then like two days later, it's like, "Oh wait, this guy doesn't look 16. How, how old is this weirdo?" Yo, straight up, and like, Hubble's yeah. 15 now, and like, he doesn't look 15. He, he still looks 13. That's real. He does look yeah, young. Hubba, the goat. You said he's the what? I'm sorry. He's the goat. He's the goat. Hell yeah. Well, he's got like a. Yeah, I United Blood. Yo, I United Blood. The whole time, like throughout the whole day, he was in Avery's car just sleeping, and like he didn't like come out <laughs> to like we like we were gonna like play our set, and like I yo, go to uh, Avery's car to like leave my merch, and I'd be like, yo, why are you here? He's like, I'm tired. Like. So Avery to give me money so I can go get some food. Yo, straight up, that kid, that kid sleeps like more than anyone I've ever known. Like, he he'll sleep like, like he could sleep like if you tell him like yo go to sleep right now like he'll just he'll just lay down and go to sleep like that kid just I feel like he's just gonna sleep forever like that's just his his destiny. Do you know if he has diabetes? Nah, I don't. I don't know. Cause no, I, know I don't you, think he does. Okay, because I know you get sleepy when you have diabetes. Hmm. But, but, Maybe, but like, I don't know. He seems like a. He seems like, I don't know. Anyone who knows Hubba just kind of knows that like he's got a, a lot of energy and he really likes riding dirt bikes. Like that's that's all I can say about Hubba. <laughs> so outside of sleeping, he's either riding dirt bikes or what? I'm sorry. Play hockey too. No. Oh. Like. So he's got he's got a lot of energy, which is probably why he sleeps so much. Cause like if he's not sleeping, he's like doing something crazy. Like so he's either he's either at a hundred or zero, you know. Yeah, that kind of bums me out that he was sleeping during the whole time at United Blood. Cause I feel like there's uh, obviously like a lot of opportunities to catch a bunch of bands and maybe even discover like new music that you never even knew existed. Yeah, no, nah, that's not yeah. yeah, he um. Like I, I went through it when I was younger, like going to the the first back to school jams that I went to and like you know, there was a lot of bands that I didn't watch that I wish I watched because like now I'm really into those bands and like I don't know if I'll ever get to see them again, you know. Yeah, no, I think I think we've all been there because uh, you never really know um, what your taste is going to be like because obviously it's going to grow and change every which way and you know, a record you listen to today, you know, might not be your favorite, but, you know, down the road, you, you know, kind of go back and revisit it and it it could end up being like, you know, one of your most favorite records ever. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's what Hubba, like Hubba, Hubba kind of doesn't realize like what, like Hubba didn't realize what United Blood was until like after we played United Blood. <laughs> He like woke up from his like was... slumber and like walked on stage and was like, "Oh, this is what I've been missing all day." Nah, he 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 can't do all day fast. That's his thing. Like he came to back to school jam and like all day he was just like, "Bro, I'm trying to go home. Like I already I already saw the bands I want to see. Like I want to go home and sleep." Like the only bands he knows is like the bands like that like we're friends with, and so like there's this joke we have where like his favorite band is like Regulate, and so anytime like. We talk about like Hubba or like being, like having anything to do with hardcore. We're like, yo, Hubba, regulate your favorite band, right? Like he'd get like so pissed off, and then like whenever they play like like you know, like for example, United Blood, like the second day they played, like Hubba was outside the whole time skating or like sleeping in Avery's car. And he was like, yo, let me know when regulate's playing. I'm gonna come inside. And he, so he made it in for, for their set at United Blood. Yeah, he was definitely in there. That's funny. No, I, I definitely get it too. Like for me, like I'm I'm a little bit older, and I 
I can definitely do the fest, but not like all the time. Cause I know there's some people who go to every single fest, which is cool. Um, like good on them for being able to do that. But for me, I, I definitely do get worn out and I, I definitely have to take, take some breaks and just try to like enjoy it. And you know, I, I definitely can't be in the pit all day cause it shit gets exhausting. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I definitely see where he's coming from. Cause like, you know, there's obviously a lot of bands that like he doesn't know. And like, you know, maybe he's not one of those people who like strives to check out new bands all the time. So like if, you know, he's going to this two day fest and he only knows a few bands and like he's going to play, like, you know, obviously he's going to be bored some of the time. So what, what, what else is he going to do besides like skate in the parking lot or sleep, you know? Yeah, no, I, I definitely get that. Uh, I, I've never been to United Blood. So at, at some point I, I, I want to definitely go out and check out that fest. Oh yeah. You definitely it's gotta, so sick. It's fun. Have you guys only been that, that one time that you guys played? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, that was uh, my first stuff uh, that like that, like ever going to. Okay. That's awesome. Like being able to see floor punch. Like for me, I, I've, I've only seen floor punch once and that was in 2009. It, they played sand and fury out here in California and it was an awesome thing for me to be able to experience. And like since then, I just have never been able to see them since, which definitely bums me out. Nah, yeah, that band is like something else to us. Like we all look up to that band. Yeah, yeah, there's there's not there's not many bands that like actually mean something to me, but like Four Punch means a lot to me. I remember my friends uh, from Denver. They were in a band called Fight Like Hell. And they used to cover Floor Punch. And I remember the first time I heard them do the Floor Punch cover, I went up to him after the set. I was like, yo, like that new song's sick. Uh, like I'm, I'm definitely into that style. And they all just laughed at me because they're older guys compared to me at the time. And they're like, oh, like that's not our song. Like that's a cover. And I was like, all right, that's sick. Like who's the band? And then they told me like, oh, it's Floor Punch. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I like looked them up and I was like, oh, this band's super sick because I, I definitely love their sound. And I, that's how I found what, out about that band. What song did they cover? Uh, they covered Let It Ride. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome song. So, yeah, so that song always reminds me of that band. And um, that's my earliest memory of Floor Punch. You guys yeah, still there? Floor Punch. Like, major shout out to Floor Punch. Like, I remember, like, freshman year, like, Matt would always talk about them and I'll just always be like in my head like alright cool like I kind of don't even know who they are but like sick yeah like, once I got into hardcore like he was like giving me lists of bands to check out and like he gave me like listen to Floor Punch I was like okay like I can see why and like I actually had a chance to see them like like way before I was like really into hardcore because like I never went and I kind of regret it yeah one of one of my first shows was Four Punch, let's see. It was Four Punch, Down Nothing, Get Real, Blind Justice, Regulate, and Crust in in an EMS hall. And it was like, it was way too packed. Like, there was a crazy amount of people there. And it's, I've seen Four Punch four times. And it's like, it's still the best time that I've ever seen them. They had the best set. Hell yeah. That's super sick. And so you guys are definitely deep in it now. You guys have your own band you guys are doing zines uh you know playing festivals and you guys definitely have a bright future ahead um I, i'm just curious uh for you guys um the, you guys used to listen uh, you guys mentioned a, a day to remember do you guys still keep in touch with that stuff or you guys just completely moved on to like just 100 percent hardcore uh, me, me and avery like love the day to remember like like we uh we do muay thai together and like Every time, like, we're there, they're always playing four years strong. Like, when we're, like, doing the, like, the training and stuff, and he was like, man, they got to play, like, that's the like, day to remember. So, like, four years strong is, like, reminds me of the day to remember. And, that's like, awesome. I don't know, like, like, we got this group chat. Shout out to uh, Ocean Gang. And, like, the other month, we, like, we saw that, like, um, for those who have part, like, I like a, like, turning 25 or like a 10 year anniversary and like we're like damn like how do we not like how do we not like care about this and like the whole morning we were talking about like a day remember and like this uh 
one of our boys is like, yo, can you guys shut up? Like, I hate these bands. Like, you guys gotta stop. That's funny. I, I like some of their earlier stuff. I've seen them a couple times. I, I think they, they put on a, a good performance. So, not mad at people who like that band. Yeah, I like I like a day to remember. I think like I definitely went through like a heavy pop punk phase before I got into hardcore. Like, I I know you're like a Man Overboard fan. Like, I saw Man Overboard when I was in like sixth grade with with my brother, and like I still listen to Man Overboard like frequently. I love that band. How'd you know I was a Man Overboard fan? From from just listening to the podcast. Oh dang, that's crazy because I. I'm like trying to think of like when I brought it up on the podcast. I, I can't even remember. That's funny. Yeah, it was the it was the fence cutter episode. I I remember like I remember a lot from that episode because I, I I re-listened to it like last week because okay. I I'd forgot that it happened and then like Jason was like, "Yo, I was on this podcast. Like now he wants you to be on the podcast." So I I had to listen to the episode again. Hell yeah, yeah, huge fan of Man Overboard. Uh, I I still haven't seen them since they kind of like started doing stuff again because I I know they played that show out there um was it chicago or new jersey i can't remember off the top of my head um when they did that one show when they came back but i yeah i, I saw them on their like fare- farewell thing before they went on a hiatus and seriously it's still like one of the coolest shows that i've ever seen them perform they like seriously i, I think they played for like a whole hour which was insane to me yeah man man Overboard's cool they've in the past few years they've they've come back like a few times and like They've done. They did like the the last like the twenty the twenty fifth anniversary Warp Tour or whatever, and like they played in in Philly and like Asbury Park, but like it's always on. It was always on like a weeknight or like I couldn't go for some reason. So like I'm mad. I still haven't seen them again, but like I'll be able to see them again eventually. They'll they'll be back. Yeah, the first time I ever saw them was Sound and Fury twenty ten, if I remember correctly, and I was like, this is awesome because. At, at the time, I was like, oh, the, like I didn't realize Santa Fe would book these kind of bands. Uh, but, you know, the crossover's there. Like, obviously, dudes in that band listen to hardcore, so they're not too far from it. And I, I thought it was like, definitely a, a cool thing that Santa Fe did. And I appreciated them back then. Yeah, I love, I love like, when Fest put on bands that, like, aren't hardcore, but, like, are hardcore adjacent. You know, like, first, first back to school jam I went to, like, title fight and turnover played and then like back to school jam this year like fiddlehead and culture abuse played and i know like a lot of people they're like oh it's a hardcore fest like can't have pop punk bands playing but i think it's like a I think it's like a perfect thing you know because like yeah like you're moshing all day and then you get to like chill out to like one of these bands you know so it's a perfect thing i think yeah, no, I 100% agree. I enjoy the the mix. Obviously, I, I feel like there's a, a line when it comes to that, but uh, if you sprinkle in a couple of those bands, I think it's awesome. Or even the other way, if we're at like a full pop-punk show and there's like a hardcore band or two that pop in, like I'm not mad at it either. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. Uh, sucks the music is out on streaming platforms but hopefully it will be soon um well it should be by the time this is up so if you guys have gotten to this point in the podcast make sure to go to spotify apple music and look up brute and check out the new music uh before we sign off is there anything you guys would like to shout out or plug um shout out the blue store shout out ambush city and, and thank you ambush shout out to uh all my friends shout out to ambush city shout out to you like giving your, your time to do this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for letting us do this. This was fun. Yeah, no problem. You guys are the future. Uh you guys, you know, you guys gotta keep it going. Go tell all your friends about hardcore, bring them in. You guys are the new wave. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys do in the future and whenever you guys decide to put out your next full length or EP, I'll I'll definitely love to have you guys back on. Yeah, thanks. Word, I'm down. All right. Down Hell yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys again for listening. This has been another episode of the Jamie K podcast, always on top. <laughs>